Hi, and welcome to episode 22 of that podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Bo. And this is a special episode. Again, uh, we're at Symphony Live in London, so we're actually sat next to each other in a little room at the Queen Elizabeth II Conference Centre. I can see Big Ben. I can see the London Eye. I can, so- see, I can see lots of buildings. I don't know what they all are. I was telling someone this morning that I feel really bad about these these like really fancy old buildings that I have no idea which one's which. <laughs> they just all look magnific- magnificent and awesome. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is that Big Ben? No, that's actually Westminster. <laughs> well, almost one in the same, aren't they? So Big Ben's kind of like stuck on the end of St. James's mm-hmm. Palace, isn't it? I think. Uh, to be honest, Bo, I mean, I don't think you should feel bad because I live here <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, I named the two things I know and that's about it. <laughs> Uh, there's lots of important buildings around here. There's a cathedral as well. What's the, what's the cathedral? Yeah. It's just an amazing view. It's the same place that they had it last year, and it's just awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's been a, it's a really good venue. Um, I think they mentioned it in the sponsor during the, the, the opening, how uh, thanking the sponsors for such a prestigious venue, because it, it really is obviously right in the heart of Westminster. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. So it's been ages since we recorded. I yeah. Don't, I don't think we should talk about that too much, because I think we should talk about that on the next show. Like... Uh, because I think we need, I think we need to plan. Yeah, yeah, we need to plan an episode a little better if we're gonna gonna talk about that. But you said episode twenty two, and I didn't. I was just gonna laugh because I'm like, I have no idea which episode we're at now. Yeah, it's been I, so long. <laughs> I'll be honest, I did have to connect to the Wi Fi a minute ago and uh, go on our website to have a look. Well, well done for thinking of that. <laughs> so yeah, well, I mean, I've been busy. I've um, work's been good. Uh, it's a little bit busier because we've expanded a little bit. So we've got, we've actually got an, another member of staff now. Uh, his name's John and he's going to be, he's our head of mobile. So he's going to be like totally responsible for the, our native experience. So our Android app and our iOS app. So that's really cool. And we're also got a little bit more work going on. So I've got a contractor coming to join us. Well, actually he has joined us. So I've been busy with that kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. and not to mention all the usual family type things. So yeah. Evie started school, uh, which is kind of a big deal. How old is she again? She's she'll be five in December. Five in December. Okay. Yeah, um, it, it's so strange. Uh, this is the, the so this is Friday today. So this is the last day of her second week, <laughs> and already um, just dropping her off. It feels so normal, you know. Yeah. But you know, she's now going every day, and yeah, it's been strange. Kind of uh, some. There's been a few days where she didn't want to go, particularly uh, Wednesday and Thursday are Rebecca's days off work. So she's going to be hanging out with Rowan all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and Evie's been a bit like, and now nah, I'm not going to school today. <laughs> I just like a normal day is what she called it. And um, we kind of had to say, no, a normal day for you now is yeah. going to school. Is how long is her, how long is a normal day? Is it the full day? Yeah. So, um, some of the younger kids. So some of the kids who were born after February. So next, so mm-hmm. some of the kids who won't be five until February, mm-hmm. March, April. They're just doing half days at the minute. Okay. But I think as of t- t- next week, definitely they'll be there full time. So oh. Evie starts school at quarter to nine mm. and I pick her up at half past three or Rebecca picks her up at half three. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that we talked about with, uh, are we, Beck and I talk about a lot is that back when we, we went to school, you know, kindergarten was half day and, you know, first grade was the first time you would go full, full day. And now, you know, everyone's going to start going to kindergarten full full day. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> There's no, especially for Luke, since he's not doing like preschool or anything like that. It's like a, a big break for him, or a big change for him to go from nothing to basically a full day of school. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, it, it's also what the, what the actual thing that bothers me, and I don't think there's any good way around it. Is even though they're going a full day, it's not a full day at all. It's like mm. if it, I mean, 
I'm lucky enough that I work from home full time and I can change my hours however I like. But, you know, if I was a parent who I was having to go to work, like mm-hmm. dropping them up, dropping them off at quarter to nine. So then, then you go into work and then yeah. picking them up at half past three. That's not a, a working day for you, is it? Yeah. So really. that must be really difficult for uh, working parents mm-hmm. to, to sort of, and that's why there's all these breakfast clubs, after school clubs mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah, yeah, it's awkward. So it's like a full day. So it's a thing to, so it's a, a big step up for the kids, but it's also mm-hmm. not really a full day for you because you've yeah. still got to arrange or make arrangements around it. So. Yeah. We, we haven't had to worry about that yet because, you know, like, like you, I can work whenever, wherever, pretty much. And Beck is pretty flexible as well. You know, she has her art stuff that she does, but otherwise, you know, we aren't going to have those sorts of problems. But um, both of both her brother and her, uh, her brother-in-law and sister used to be teachers and he still actually teaches. And so he talks about that all the time that, you know, when, when there's like a snow day or something like it's really difficult for parents <laughs> because the parents like there's no option. They, they have to go get their kids, you know, if school closes and you know, yeah. it's difficult. So, yeah, but her herself, she's done so well. She's, mm-hmm. she's quite confident and she's bright and she's just enjoyed it really. I think that's awesome. From what I gather, the girls tend to be like, they just fall into the school thing a little easier than the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's possible because the boy's a bit more ruckus and, uh, you know, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, she's she's doing fine. The only problem we've had with her, and it's something we've been nagging at for ages, is she, when she, she's a slow eater, mm. we don't have a problem getting her to eat stuff, <laughs> but she takes forever. And we, we kept telling her at school, you can't just take your time, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's she's maybe having pudding uh, like three <laughs> out of five days because everyone else has finished and she's yeah. still on her mains. <laughs> but other than that, she's been absolutely fine. So yeah, that's awesome. Really exciting. So we've just got a couple of people yeah. walking in. We've got Matthias and yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. Hi. I don't know if this yeah, mic's about um, to pick you up, we but can start I'll, passing I'll, them around. I'll pass around because oh. Mike's about, uh, Bo's a better host than I am. <laughs> well, I don't know about hi, that. Hi. But. Um, yeah. Go ahead. How about you introduce yourself? Sit a little bit closer. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm uh, Matthias Nobuck. Um, well, uh, as you all know, I'm, we are here at Symphony Life, and I was a bit surprised to find this setup here. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice. Um, just, just walk in a room and uh, suddenly there is a podcast going on. So that's great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Just happy to be uh, Cool. And you were here last year uh, too, right? Right. Yeah. Right. It was a great experience. And I'm, I'm really happy that, um, Sensio Labs invited me again to mm-hmm. do another talk this year. Cool. Yeah, I, um, I'm excited to see your talk. I, I know I've mentioned this a couple of times that I've been wanting to see your hexagonal mm-hmm. thing. Uh, you, you did a you did a whole workshop, like a tour sort of thing, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I started back in January with uh, the first edition, the mm-hmm. first workshop in Amsterdam, and I decided to um, um, to start a tour through mm-hmm. Europe, uh, going to different cities, uh, doing the same workshop again, and thereby also refining it and uh, well making the message as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, from that came, of course, a talk as well to do on conferences. Cool, excellent. So, uh, How was that process? I, I, I remember seeing that start up, and I was thinking it was pretty exciting. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it almost seems in line with something that I would like to have done at some point, right. uh, somehow. So yeah. I didn't know if that was. Yeah. Like, I was curious what the what the process was to start that up and mm-hmm. how, how it executed. It all happened quite suddenly. Um, at some point, I realized that it, it would be a nice idea to just um, uh, spread the word uh, about things, but that just not not only um, through the, the talks at conferences, but also 
working with people on some code. Usually um, a, a talk gives some nice theoretical overview and then you need a practical uh, counterpart of it. Mm-hmm. So that is um, one thing that I've been trying to do. Um, but it's also um, another way of doing business for me. I mm-hmm. was a freelancer back then um, and I thought, well, I, I was doing a lot of open source work and writing blog posts or writing um, chapters for books mm-hmm. and it, it felt like um, I'm doing all this work for free in a way so maybe um, I, I should find another way to earn some money mm-hmm. and that is one one way in which I thought I could accomplish this um, well so far it has been quite difficult to to do this um, I, I've noticed that um, uh, not every workshop is full that's so sometimes it's 15 people sometimes it's it's four mm-hmm. so um, it's hard to really make it into a, a proper business but mm-hmm. it's uh, Cool. Yeah, Excellent. more or less successful. Yes. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah, that's something that um, I don't know. Like, I I've always wanted to do some sort of like train, like more mm-hmm. training things, and I actually did a couple of uh, what did I call them exploration days, where I would actually go on site with me and meet with people. But I always wanted that to evolve more into something more like a like a workshop sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I almost had an opportunity to do, you, you sat in on the event sourcing, the broad, the Broadway talk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I almost had an opportunity to do that for a company and I was really looking forward to that, but that, oh, that's the nice. Details sort of fell through on that one. So that was, that was going to be the first time I was going to actually go to a company mm-hmm. and do like a face, like on site uh, training with people. So, right. so yeah, I was excited about that idea. So I've, I've always wanted to follow up with you and ask you uh-huh. how that worked out. Right. So. It's, it's a great opportunity to work with people mm-hmm. uh, who are also having these problems on a daily basis. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you can answer questions they have based on their own project experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so um, it looks like Benjamin stepped out. I think he's getting his, his talk is next. Yeah, I think. yeah, after lunch. So, yes. so yeah, we we actually we're here at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So we're we're between um, between my talk and lunch, um, and yeah. So his his talk is next. So uh, I, he was looking for adapters. So we're we're in, we're in a land where where adapters are important. <laughs> and I, I have I have a big old bag full of different adapters and it's something that we don't worry about too often traveling. Very, you know, we, we can travel six hours in the States and not have to worry about a different adapter. But here, <laughs> someone takes a two-hour train ride and you never know, you, right. might, you might need something else. So, so yeah, uh, we won't get to talk to him, but he was here a little bit ago. Cool. So, um, yeah, so we didn't have a plan for this talk. We just kind of wanted to get back together again. Uh, we're going to do this again in Manchester, right? Yeah, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, you're talking at mm-hmm. PHP Northwest, aren't you? Yep. Um, I'm attending, so we'll be able to get together and talk. And yeah. there's, yeah. A, there's a couple of our that podcast IRC channel listeners that are going to be there, right? Yes, uh, some from former colleagues of mine, James Porter, one of them, and uh, Mark Railton, who I've not met before, but he listens to the show mm-hmm. and we chat quite a bit. So he's going to be there. So that's going to be really cool. Are you going, Matthias? No, yeah, Matthias isn't going. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, so what about what about you what have you been up to um well so we we no longer have a house we're, we're homeless <laughs> kind of a big deal yeah it's kind of a big deal so when we look back at the reasons why we haven't recorded in a while they are many fold um you know you, you've been busy you've had a lot of things going on um we were still planning on trying to move to the uk in january um we already had the visa come back once with needed more info or something so we went back through we're going back through that process again um, at least on the company side, money is, is going through the process to, um, I think they've, they've gotten certified, but they actually need to get per- permission to hire me specifically. So that's the thing that we're going through right now. Um, but, you know, we, we were going to be leaving, you know, maybe in January, our, 
our lease was up September 1st and they didn't want to go month to month with us. So we're, we're thinking, well, we're going to be gone for two months anyway. So why are we, why are we going to pay rent for two months? So we decided to move <laughs> September yeah. 1st. That'd be dead money, wouldn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, yeah, let's just move. So we moved out of our house. Uh, we, we moved out, I think August 31st. If there's a 31st in August, that's when we moved out. Um, and stayed with family for a week before getting on a plane to go to Seattle. And we, we drove our car to the airport or no, we drove our car to the uh, car dealership, sold our car and they drove us to the airport so we could fly to Seattle. So it's been a really kind of bizarre like time for us. And, you know, Beck was saying that, you know, we were kind of broken up a little bit about leaving Madison, but selling the car was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and for, for, for us, you know, since we don't own a house and we've, we've lived in like four or five places since Luke's been born, that's not been a constant for us. But since we bought our car and been driving in that a lot, you know, between here and North Dakota or Wisconsin and North Dakota, that's sort of our house or that's sort of the thing that we had that's been the constant in our life. So getting rid of that was, was a way bigger deal than, than moving in like two weeks. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, so there, there's been that. Uh, we went to Seattle, went to a conference in Seattle, and then we flew straight from Seattle to here. So we're a little jet lagged. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Matthias, I believe you've got a daughter, right? Yes, Anderson. Oh, Anderson. I, I'm trying to, I, I remember we talked quite a lot when we were in um, Poland, wasn't it? And because I remember with that, that speaker dinner, it was like, they said it was going to be like a 10 minute walk. We must have been walking for about an hour. It was really nice because it was right through the center of um, Warsaw, wasn't it? Uh, but I remember you telling me about your family. Have you still got a house? Uh, yeah, we have a house. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, we're a bit boring compared to Bo. Uh, <laughs> Do you still have a house? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it I mean, sums up uh, your life at the minute compared to ours. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all good. I I I wouldn't necessarily say that it's 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 exciting, but I wouldn't say that anyone else should want it. <laughs> so, do you work from home or do you rent an office or anything? Uh, I I used to work from home, um, but I I changed uh, jobs a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I became the CTO of iBuildings in the Netherlands. Um, Congratulations! I had no idea. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite new still. So I'm I'm getting used to the job and uh, trying to find the right place within the company and, and what things to do uh, there. So I, I have some ideas, but there is always the um, well the daily rush of, of projects where I I help as much as I can. So yeah, I, I think it will uh, will be clear in a couple of weeks or months wh- what my exact position there will be. There there are so many aspects of that that particular role that I'm still trying to figure out. Uh, which ones belong to me personally? Oh, that, that's really cool. I mean, they're a very reputable company. Um, and in fact, I mean, so it's weird, isn't it? Sensio Labs, who uh, Sensio Labs UK, who organised this conference, used to be sort of like the UK branch of iBuildings, I think, and then they did a management buyout and went up on their own and then associated themselves with Sensio. Because, I mean, it's still, it, Sensio Labs UK is like a, just a sub company, isn't it? Of Invita. It sounds very, very bizarre. I we, we, at the speaker dinner last night, we were talking about it a little bit, and it's like sounds sounds like they have like four business cards. <laughs> yeah, <I feel laughs> and like, they have different shirts uh, depending on which which event or which thing they're doing. Yeah, they who they're selling to? I bet. Yeah, uh, no, not in a nasty way. No, no, no not, not in a nasty way. Yeah, it's 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 very complicated because depending on the. I mean, it is depending on the client what what the yeah. client wants. So, um, some of the some of the uh, 
engineers, you know, have, have, have like Sensio contracts. Some of them have contracts with other, uh, one of the other sub entities or whatever. Yeah. So it is a little confusing. And I, I, the first time we came last year, I had no idea why every once in a while I get this email from someone from Avicia or Avica. Yeah. I'm like, well, who's Avica? I don't know. And they get here. It's like, I don't know who anybody is or who they work for or whatever. It's, uh, it seems kind of confusing. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, congratulations because it's a yeah. cool, cool uh, company to be working for. So, mm-hmm. what made you, what made you, is it just the opportunity? To, you had enough of the being solo or is it, were you looking to get into uh, employment again or were you? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. Um, I, I, um, I was happy as a freelancer, uh, for one thing. Uh, but at some point, I noticed that uh, if you're working for a company as a freelancer, then um, there's always uh, a certain, well, uh, border to what you can achieve. Like uh, there is a boundary to to your um, your um, abilities to change uh, certain things in the process or certain technolo- technological decisions. Uh, so I was looking for a, a position or a job where I where I could have that influence. And uh, well, uh, I think that that's it. That that's what I have now. <laughs> Yeah, I understand that because it's actually quite a, a thing here. And I don't know how it works in other places, but um, you know, you have that thing as a contractor or a freelancer of becoming a permalancer, or mm-hmm. you know, um, and there's certain laws with regards to the taxes and things because, like, for you to be considered a contractor in in the most horrible like way, you have to be considered a resource that can be filled. You know, like your skills should be able to be filled, or your your uh, responsibilities should be able to be filled by a, another contractor from the same company or, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So so they're not hiring you because as soon as it becomes about you specifically, I mean, this is all the theoretical rubbish, but as soon as it becomes about you specifically, you should be an employee and treat like an employee and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a similar thing. It's not quite the same because it's more about from the contractor's point of view of how they want to progress and do things. But the company, from that point of view, is kind of like, well... You're just a contractor, and we have to treat you like one because you could, you know, you, you haven't made the full commitment to us, just like we haven't made a full commitment to you. So, mm-hmm. oh, so that's really cool. Oh yeah, is that an exclusive, or is it, what does everyone know? <laughs> is it an exclusive that podcast exclusive that you've taken that job? Or does everybody know already? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh well, that would have been nice, but it's uh, no. Um, I, I announced it on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I miss things on Twitter all the time. Speaking of which, I mean, that's actually something I should, put, should mention. I've I've really been lax with the social media stuff and following. Hmm. I don't know why. You know, you just sometimes you go through phases of yeah. not looking at stuff like that. Um, I mean, maybe it's I've uh, I started reading fiction again, and hmm. I'm finding myself if my Kindle's lying around, like on the coffee table or something, hmm. I'm picking up my Kindle instead of my phone, which that's a it's kind of nice in a way, I think. So yeah, huh? So what are you reading? Um, do you remember I was reading those Malazan books? Yes, Malazan so. Book of the Fallen. So mm-hmm. that that it's an epic series. There's ten books by a guy called Steve Erickson, right? And originally, this sort of fantasy land started out as a a, a multi- mass multiplayer online game. I think that's what they had the the idea was for a, a game, mm-hmm. and it was with a partner. But the the game thing never really took off. I think it was a game. Hmm. So anyway, the Steve Erickson guy wrote the books, and then his partner also wrote some in the same sort of universe, sharing a few characters, but not of the same main story arc. So mm-hmm. I've started reading those books. I don't think they're quite as good. He's 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 a reasonable enough author, but he's not quite as good as the other guy. Mm. 
but the one I'm reading now now is much better than the first one. And having got into it, I'm like finding it hard to put down again. So that one's nice. called uh, Return of the Crimson Guard, and it's it's full high fantasy, um, like wizards and mm-hmm. sorcery and sword fighting. Nice. <laughs> but it's good. It's really good. Cool. Yeah, I, I haven't read any of the big series, any big series like that, really, um, in a long time. The the last series, I, I was just talking to you the other night about the my gaming guild, my old gaming guild. Uh, uh, was it called The Black Company? And it was based off a, a series by um, Glenn Cook. Have you heard of that series? I have, yeah. And yeah. people draw a lot of parallels to the series oh, okay. I've just talked about. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The sound sounds somewhat similar. But the the interesting thing that I found with the 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 magic and the wizards in the Black Company was it was very subtle. It, it wasn't like I don't know. Maybe it's like that in in other fantasy that I that I haven't read before. But like the, there wasn't anything like massive or major. It was just sort of like backdrop stuff. So like the wizards were cool, but it wasn't necessarily like they weren't like the make it or break it. They weren't like the hero characters, if that makes sense. Um. So in the Malazan sort of uh, world, they do they have like. Um, they're almost like given military ranks, so they're mm. called mages, and there'll be a squad mage, which is mm. just a guy who hangs around with the squad, and then they move yeah. up, so there's a cadre mage, so he's going to be attached to maybe an army, sort of mm-hmm. an individual squad, and then right up all the way, just like the regular military sort of ranks to the, I think it's called the high mage or mm-hmm. whatever, and they can do, like, when they're in the war, in the battles and stuff, they're like the guy who stands in front of the, the line of tr- the mm-hmm. whole army, and like, sets the sky on fire above the uh, <laughs> yeah. the opposition and stuff. So it's like, and obviously there'll be another mage on the other side who's yeah. going at it as well. So uh, Malazan stuff is it's full on mm. and there's all sorts of um, deities and like different religions. People have the different gods mm. that they worship and and all the mages have affiliations with a particular god. Mm. So the god of fire, he's obviously... Yeah. kind of type of sets things on fire and that's mm-hmm. uh, no, really cool it's it's really hard work it's they're um they're so intense and there's so many characters and worlds and stuff to think yeah. but uh i, I really enjoy it hmm. do you do much reading huh uh only technical reading in general yeah yeah i i always feel like um but well this is this is maybe a bit uh i mean i i read uh, uh fiction books in the past but at, um, nowadays I feel like I'm sort of wasting my time which mm-hmm. is I'm, I, I feel a bit, a bit guilty about because there's always this, these books with uh, some rich emotional experience to it or um, you know you get to travel to places where you would normally not go but yeah I'm, I'm just trying to be that efficient with my time <laughs> I, I, I get that um, it's, it's definitely indulgent isn't it reading yeah. I mean I can't I, I, my Kindle tells me how many hours I've got left in a book and you think <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, I've got ten hours left of this book, which is great as well. I mean, think about the entertainment value for the price. Yeah. You know, uh, but I mean, I must admit, one nice thing is Rebecca. She's not reading this series, but she read that previous ten book mm-hmm. epic series. Mm-hmm. She was maybe a book or two behind me, uh, so it was kind of nice to chat with her about it. And yeah, it was. Um, it's always nice because because I was ahead of her and I knew uh, she. I could see when she'd she'd like. Th- fling a Kindle down. Obviously, she like <laughs> one of the characters she like died or something. I'd be like, "What happened?" And, yeah, and then I'd know as well that they were they weren't really dead or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of cool. Nice. I, I have that problem about not 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 wanting to waste my time like watching TV. 
Like, and I get stuck on that too. Sometimes where I'll, I'll watch and like, why did I just watch three episodes of that? You know, it's like back to back and, you know, it's the binge watching nonsense. And I try to avoid it as much as I can, but it's, it can be difficult sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, one thing I do, um, what I've just mentioned, like, um, what's one of the reasons why I have poor sleeping habits is because I work late and then it's like, it, I mean, some nights I'll work, you know, till the early hours, mm-hmm. just like you. And, but quite often I'll say like 10 o'clock or something is a cutoff point. But then I want to take my time back. I'm like, I've worked so hard all day. Yeah. I'm going to spend some time doing something for me. And yeah. that's when I'll put on three, four episodes or something <laughs> and it's 2 a.m. and I've got to be, and the kids are going to be up at like half five. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I, I do that. Yeah. I want to claim back the time and do it at a time when I shouldn't really be doing it. Yeah. Oh, I, I must admit that there, that, that is one, uh, one, particular part of my life that that leaks time as well it's 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 watching series and mm-hmm. uh me and my girlfriend always take the time to watch like an hour of television um but then well after the first episode that you can watch in that time yep. maybe a second one yeah just and, one more or no let, but let, let's just watch half of it you no know, and then uh, go to bed but uh well it usually becomes the second part as well and well i must say we we, we don't cross the, the the midnight uh border but it's uh Still, yeah, uh, I, I know that there's, there's a lot of time that it goes into series, watching series, and uh, looking back at, at what episode you already watched, <laughs> those long lists of yeah. 20 episodes yeah. per season, and you're already in the, in the third season. <laughs> then, yeah. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think we probably have Netflix and those kinds of things to blame for that, because, you know, when, when you're watching a, a series that's actually just coming out on television, mm-hmm. you can only watch that one episode, and then, yep. and then, then you never know. You might even talk about it or something like crazy like that. You know, <laughs> you know rather than going on to the next episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with Netflix, it's like you can fully binge on whatever you like at any time. Exactly. And we've been we've been watching Dollhouse again. Did you watch Dollhouse? No, but it's it's on my kind of list of things. Uh, mm-hmm. Like as you mentioned it. Yeah. Hmm. But there's another problem with Netflix. It it, it cues the next episode. Yeah. Right? <laughs> start, start in a few seconds and, uh, oh, well, let's, yeah. let's do this. No, no, let's not do this. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's almost effort not to watch it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, I haven't... St- so I put Dollhouse on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm, I've I'm started watching Peaky Blinders right now. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a UK uh, based in Birmingham and in the 1920s. So mm-hmm. uh, sort of a gangster... Mm-hmm. Not like the gangster, like American gangster, but like organized crime in the UK. So. Yeah. Uh, I think some people said it was uh, sort of like the UK's answer to uh, Boardwalk Empire, that kind of uh, thing. Okay. But it's good. Uh, unfortunately, Rebecca fell asleep during the last episode, so I now have to wait for Rebecca to catch up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the problem I have with Beck is we'll be watching something. Like she'll talk me into watching something at night, or I'll be excited about it. Like, oh, I'll watch One Dollhouse with you. I'll be very explicit. I'll watch One Dollhouse with you. So then we watch it, and then it's always her idea to watch the second one. And I'm like, I want to go to bed. Can we just go to bed? No, just one more. Just one more. All right. Halfway through the episode, she's falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. And so then I'm in this, like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm invested. <laughs> I don't want to turn yeah. it off. I want to watch it all. And every time she falls asleep halfway through, and sometimes she'll even wake up when I start rustling around to, like, turn it off. No, one more. Let's start one more. And that's happened a few times where she's actually convinced me into starting episode three, where she'll like wake up again just enough to start the third one. Yeah. Oh no! Well, we stall out. We, I, we like 
I, I I usually sort of if I have noticed Rebecca, because that's the other thing I don't yeah. even notice if Beck falls asleep. So like <laughs> right. sometimes I'm like so I only notice when I mention something to, and then oh oh yeah. And so she has no idea how much she's missed of the episode. <laughs> so at some point, like we just stall out because she has to go and like watch to catch up, and that, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Or, yeah. So the whole like series just gets halted, and we probably start watching something else completely. So. <laughs> nice. Right, so we're coming up to like twenty-eight minutes. So how long? Minutes. Do, yeah, how long do you want to run? I mean, the, what, what time does the next uh, talk? Next one from? starts at one thirty, which yeah, is in nine minutes. So yeah, see, I don't think we necessarily need to go too long. We just wanted it to make sure and get something in here. It's always fun to record a live event at a Symphony Live. So um, you know, we're we're here together, first time in like a year that we've seen each other in person. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Um. But, you know, we'll get to see each other again in a couple of weeks, which will be nice. Yeah. Did you see, I, I think you were, were you talking to other listeners earlier today? Did you see someone else? Said? Oh, Jenko. Yeah. Jenko, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we actually spoke to him. Last year. Last year. Yeah. He's been at the Symphony Live. Mm-hmm. I think he's, I think I saw him at the one before that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he works for Box UK and uh, he's with one of his co-workers here as well. Uh, cool. So, yeah, it was nice to see him and speak to him. So it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what else we want to talk about. If we don't, we don't really have a have a schedule or anything. So no, well, let's call it quits. We've done yeah. half an hour. Let's yeah. Put some yeah. You know. Thank you for joining us. It was really yeah. awesome to have you in here and um, you know, get a chance to talk to us a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we we link uh, stuff in the show notes. But do you want to just tell people where they can find? Hmm. Uh, well, there's my blog, but it's quite a long name to it <laughs> to remember and type in. <laughs> what, what, you can, uh, you can the, say it anyway for the for, for fun. Yes, well, <laughs> PHP dash uh, and dash symphony dot dot nl. So <laughs> no way that you can remember this, but uh, <laughs> I guess if you Google that or something, you will find it. Um, but then there's the the workshop tour that might be interesting. Uh, it's phparchitecturetour.com. Cool. I think we actually we probably linked out. The yeah. architecture tour. At some other point, we talked about it. Yeah, I know. I know we've talked about it before. So. Yeah. So yeah. So nice to have you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. And I guess we'll we'll see everyone. Yeah. When we broadcast from Manchester. Yep. A couple of weeks. All right. We'll call it a wrap. You've been listening to that podcast with Bo and Dave. You can find Bo on Twitter and Google Plus at Bo Simonson and Dave on Twitter at Dave Development. You can subscribe to this podcast and review it on iTunes. If you'd like to review us but don't feel like we've earned five stars, email us so that we can talk about your issues. You can also subscribe to this podcast with RSS from our website, thatpodcast.io. From our website, you can also sign up for our newsletter to get super secret extra content from Bo and Dave sent directly to your inbox like the music you can thank gorillo for allowing us to sample the track dust kingdom for our intro and outro you can find dust kingdom and other tracks by gorillo at gorillo.bandcamp.com spelled g-r-i-l-l-o 